Welcome to Childhood Trash, a dumpster dive into our childhood nostalgia where we re-examine some of the most influential media from our youth in order to answer the question, tragic or nostalgic? I'm your host, Pia Plata, joined by my co-host, Maggie Keating. Hello. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Pia. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today? We are talking about kicking it. Ooh. I'm Season so excited. One, one through five. This show is so silly nice on the in the background so do you have any like childhood anecdotes or anything about this show from the first time you watched it that you would like oh, to share yes okay so if you have not listened to our dance academy episode i recommend you do so because yes. these are to me linked i don't know why <laughs> but maggie was talking about how when she watched dance academy she thought she was dancer <laughs> now when i watched kicking it i thought i could do karate <laughs> And I, like, begged and pleaded with my parents. I was like, please put me in karate. Like, I just want to be, like, kicking it. And I'm telling you, this went on for years. Like, <laughs> like, <They're>, yeah, no. <laughs> not having it. They're like, no. Which, like, that's fine. I have watched the show and rewatched the show so many times. So many times. I can quote it almost, like, almost all of it. And <laughs> it is, like, one of my, like, favorite little shows. And, like, I don't know, something about it just makes me think that I can do karate, and I don't know why. Period. Um, I <laughs> show a lot at my grandma's house. Like, um, she had, like, for some reason, I would, like, only watch the Disney XD shows when I was at my grandmother's house. <laughs> Couldn't tell you why exactly, but, like, I spent a lot of time watching Kicking It, also Cartoon Network shows like um, um, The Bird and the Badger. What was that called? Regular show. Oh, and geez. Adventure Time and like Pair of Kings and oh, uh, yeah, Iconic and Zeke and Luther. Like those were the um, those were like the shows I would watch at my grandmother's house and kicking it and just like, yeah, I, I always loved the show. Everybody had a crush on Jack. If you oh, didn't, love. you're probably gay. Like Leo, <laughs> Leo freaking Howard. Like, where is save he? Me. Save me. We were looking. I was just looking through like his Instagram now. No, with- me! Like with my roommate, and we were like, <laughs> like <laughs> he's married. He's still gorgeous, so don't he's worry. Married. Yeah. He's married though, and he so. still does karate. He does. So, okay, something I just want to address with this show before we even begin okay. um, is the obvious and blatant racial microaggressions that we have. <laughs> yeah, this was They're on my not- list as well. <laughs> yeah. Is like the very first thing I noticed for some reason I like remember like this show being like oh like you know like karate is a part of Asian culture and like there should obviously be Asian characters and there weren't nobody no. in the show is of yeah. any Asian descent whatsoever I thought for a minute that Jack maybe was mixed and I looked it up no so that's the biggest issue with this show um like how on, in God's name, did that happen? I don't really know, but it's okay, I guess. I can probably, I can assume how it happened. I think that, like, karate got popular, and, like, Disney wanted to make a show about karate and people doing yeah. karate. And being on Disney Channel, I mean, you're not going to see very many diverse actors. Very true. And so I don't think they had even thought to yeah. look for casting people of that color <laughs> like i think jason earls as the like the master of the dojo is insane um 
Like, yes. what white guy do you know is teaching karate? Like, I don't know any yes. personally, yeah. but I don't know. That was just insane. And then, you know, my friend who was watching this with me also told me, she was like, like, you know, like, Bobby Wasabi is, like, fucking God in this show. Also white. Also, yes. what is that name? Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. Bobby Wasabi? Are you kidding? Yes. If you keep that in mind, just while we're watching, that's, I feel like it's important to talk about. Um, yeah. But this show also has its positives. So we'll just sort of, yeah, mention that along the way. So we could do like a little, let's do some facts. This series was inspired by the creator's childhood growing up on Long Island. Um, and this might be where the like, the issue comes from is that he earned a green belt. Okay, a green belt, whatever, we'll come back to that in a minute. He earned a green belt in martial arts and was forced to end his training when his local dojo closed down and was turned to a veterinary clinic. So I this this kills me because he earned a green belt, which if I'm not mistaken, is like the third level. Like any beginner in karate earns that so quickly and it impacted him so much that he spent his like adult years making a TV show about it. I just think that's very Why funny. Why did they let him live? Like I, that was his like that was I, his coming I, of age moment. Like I, I don't know. It's just very goofy. So obviously, yeah, um, we have Leo Howard as Jack, the main character, Dylan Riley Snyder as Milton. I couldn't think of what else I'd seen him in, but he just has one of those faces where I'm like, God, like you're around. Did you watch the Disney show So Random? Yeah. <gasps> yes. Yeah. And he married that girl. Yes. The little one. I can't yes. remember. Her name. I feel like he starts with a Z. I don't know. Yes. Uh, Mateo, Arias. Mateo Arias as Jerry. Yes. Olivia Holt as Kim. Olivia Holt, our queen from Girl vs. Monster. Um, <laughs> the movie we didn't cover. The movie we did not watch. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Alex Christian Jones as Eddie, and then Jason Earls as Rudy, the dojo master, Hannah Montana's brother. I was thinking, I was like, oh, the show is just like not thinking about diversity. And then I was like, wait. It's not an all-white cast, so why couldn't they get anyone Asian to be no. in this karate show? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, like, why did they not think about that? <laughs> great, great question. That's something I would love to ask them, but, like, feel like if we were to ever, like, do an interview with someone from the show, it would kind of be awkward to ask about. So, I don't know. We, we are here to ask the hard-hitting questions. Sure. We yeah. are journalists. Okay. <laughs> If you insist, we might as well just start with the episode overview and our general thoughts. So, episode one, Wasabi Warriors, because obviously, yes. Take it away, Pia. I'm gonna let you lead. Oh my this god! So <laughs> we start in the cafeteria, and we've got new kid Jack. You know he's new because he tells the lunch lady that he's new, and <laughs> I talk to the lunch lady about being new all the time. Yeah, he goes, "I'm new." I'm new. <laughs> Kim walks in. She drops an apple. What's gonna happen? He picks it up with his foot. Of course he does, because he's a karate master. He hacks <laughs> it. Is that what those things are yeah. called? Yeah. Yes. And she's like, ooh, I'm Kim. And he's like, I'm Jack. And they're like, all right, see ya. And, <laughs> and then we meet Eddie and Milton and Jerry, and they're all sitting together because they're friends. Mm -hmm. and they're like, we should ask the new kid to come sit with us. And they're like, no, we're already losers. Let's not invite the new kid loser. And they are getting bullied 
by these guys at another table who are like, they look to be the jocks, but they are in fact from a rival dojo. Also, also all white. <laughs> also that they are also. Also, yes. Anyway, they are the red dragons and they are making fun of Milton and Jerry and, and what Eddie and whatever. And, you know, Jack is like, I'm not going to have any of this. And I'm going to kick their ass, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Their asses. Plural. Because there's like five people. And he proceeds to do that. And it's iconic. <laughs> it is That's iconic. the opening scene. <laughs> this scene um, has like... It's got it all. <laughs> yeah. it's It's got everything ever, actually. Um, there's like this slow-mo of like meatballs flying in the air. Yes. I was like, what? <laughs> but that was really special so then we go to the bobby wasabi dojo and we meet rudy who is the sensei of course mm -hmm. yes. and he is now finding out that they have this like fake commercial of him like promoting the dojo it's really funny um <laughs> yeah. him like being edited in like various different backgrounds yeah yeah. And he learns that basically if he doesn't get his students to earn two belts at the next karate tournament, that the dojo is going to close. So his students who we meet are Milton, Jerry, and Eddie, and also the lunch lady. Because, yeah. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. I don't, I don't really know. Why is she there? I've always no. asked myself that question. I don't know. Like, I think she's one of those, like, Disney actors that you just kind of see around. Um, like the guy that plays the like hot hot dog stand person in Wizards of Waverly Place, you're like, oh, I know that guy. He's just like around, you know. He's always out in the street with some like hot dogs, and he's like, hey, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> they basically recruit Jack, or they're trying to recruit Jack because they saw him and he's like slay, and like they didn't expect that. And he is running from mall security. I can't remember why. Because he's a skateboarder, also hot. And, <laughs> and there's no skateboards allowed in the mall. And so the security guard is like chasing him down. And then he does a flying kick into the wall of the dojo. Yeah. So he outlines the poster. Right. They just um, hear, of course, they're talking about him. And he literally crashes into the studio as they are doing that. So later, Rudy tells Jack that if he like joins the dojo and helps um, with winning this like tournament that's coming up against the, the rival studio, he will help Jack stay out of trouble. So that's cool. Yes. And it's key that Rudy tells him that he will not have to go to juvie. Right. And this is like, it's giving glee. Yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> because that's not what the security guard told him but he's telling jack that he would he would be going to gb anyway right. right jack is like oh i like skateboard and i don't have crazy karate experience but my grandfather was a karate sensei who trained bobby wasabi who is like rudy's like like, like I mentioned earlier, God, he, the dojo is built on the principles of the Wasabi Code. Do you know the Wasabi Code? I, oh my God. It's like, I literally just heard it. Do it again. <laughs> Tell me the Wasabi Code. I think, okay. Now, if I get this wrong, no one sue me. Okay. We swear by the light of the dragon's eye to be loyal, honest, and never say die. Wasabi! <laughs> it hurts a little bit. It hurts a little bit. <laughs> It's like, mm. <laughs> It's like, okay, why are we? yelling about freaking 
a sushi condiment, but okay. Jack visits the Black Dragon dojo where he discovers that Kim is also a Black Dragon and she's like super good at karate. And Kim asks Jack to join the Black Dragons, but he declines because of the deal he made with Rudy. So they are going to, I don't know, they're, they're going to compete against each other pretty much. Yes. And one, so we meet the, we've already met kind of the Black Dragons and there's like the main Black Dragon who's Frank. And he's kind of like a main antagonist. But then there's the, I guess the sensei at the Black Dragons, who is also important because he becomes an antagonist later on. And he, I just really like, there's a subplot that is mentioned in like one line, but it's, it's said that the sensei is dating Frank's mom. <laughs> I just really love that. Like, I think that's really funny. Like, of course. There's a few your mom jokes in this that made me laugh. But um, yeah. basically, we're at the tournament. It's going to begin. Frank's sensei Tai has him try to get rid of the competition during the tournament by cheating and kicking the back of Jack's legs by, like, bolting him. Um, and Kim sees this and decides to quit the Black Dragons. and. Um, Jack helps them win the tournament against the Wasabi, or, or nope, the, helps them win the tournament against the Black Dragons and wins a belt for the Wasabi Warriors. So true. It's snowing outside right now. I just wanted to. Is it really? Yeah, it is. Like a light snow, at least where I am. I want to say, before mm-hmm. we move on to the next episode, I love this episode. Everything that we've said aside of like the cultural appropriation stuff, I think this episode really functions like really well as just like an entire like story and i like that it could like almost be like a disney channel original movie mm-hmm. like if they just expanded it right um and i think it's like a really perfect first episode i really yeah. it's it's very like oh you're like oh i'm invested in this and i like the characters um i will say that kim also bothers me i don't i'm sorry like maybe i just hate women but yeah like, i think you hate women but her like personality in this is like <laughs> yeah i'm that girl like <laughs> i do not have a crush on you i am like so cool like she's just kind of like there's like those scenes in movies where like there's one person trying to like get everyone to quiet down and then this like girl comes up and she's like shut up and they all listen to her like she just has that like vibe yeah i mean she's definitely not like my favorite but i think that i think she's the way that like different parts of her personality contrast i think is really funny Mm -hmm. um and like creates a lot of like comedy in that yeah um I think like I don't know if you'll like her more as this as the season where I really don't probably not much about this show. So we'll we'll see. You probably um, will. <laughs> yeah, probably not. It's okay. So episode two, Fat Chance, and this is another one where you're like, Oh my god, yikes. Like <laughs> Should we explain? Do you want yeah, to explain? Go for it. I'm gonna yeah, take it away. So you got this it. episode is about a uh su- a former sumer re- soup. Well, let me. This episode is about a former sumo wrestler who is now a custodian at the high school. Worm. <laughs> like, word. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire plot of this episode is about trying to get him back to wrestling again and just back to his former glory because he's a nice guy and um, he deserves the recognition. Sure. Now. <laughs> What's wrong with this episode, Maggie? <laughs> so, like, like this episode's, like, kind of a giant fat joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, there's one point where Yoshi jumps in the cafeteria, or literally he walks in, just kidding, and everybody, like, 
gets like shaken and thrown in the air. It's <laughs> yeah. They called him the whale for real. It's crazy. They did. I think that it's like very indicative. I mean, the title is literally called Fat Chance. So like, it's not really being very careful with <laughs> their feelings. Nope. Um. <laughs> and like, sumo wrestling is a very like I don't know. It's like respected and it's it's an it's a sport. It's an you yeah. know athletic thing, and these people like purposefully have to like bulk up, you know? So it's a little silly being a show about karate and making fun of another Asian form of like combat. It's just very like, what? I mean, I didn't, I didn't like, pers- I didn't think that it felt like it was making fun of sumo wrestling because mm-hmm. I think that, I think it was kind of like trying to like bring this guy back to like his former glory and stuff was kind of like having the kids see take it more seriously than I think they would have but I think that they do kind of take it seriously from the beginning because they see like he's heralded as this like really respected Mm -hmm. sumo guy I don't know I didn't I didn't it didn't rub me the wrong way that way but I definitely can see how like just the like insensitivity around uh fatness is yeah yeah definitely see that as well so yeah, but basically, um, I mean, the whole like inciting incident about this episode is that Milton, who is like, again, if you haven't seen the show, he's like this very like lanky, um, nerdy looking guy. And he wins a spelling bee and he gets the cutest little tiny trophy and he wants to um, put it up next to Jack's trophy that he just won for the wrestling team. Yeah. And he is trying to do that, but it's like up on this really high um place and while he's trying to do that he like falls and is caught by nakamura who's the custodian and the former former why can't i fucking say that former sumo wrestler there you go <laughs> yeah um the the little trophy is this like little metal bee like on a toothpick it's so funny it's so cute i love it i would love that i'd be like oh guys look at my trophy it's the size of my eyeball like <laughs> yeah and i think I think that, like, Milton and Nakamura are kind of, like, feeling seen by each other because I think once, like, Nakamura is, like, they found out, they go into his closet because they want to, his closet, his custodial closet, I guess, to try to, like, thank him for saving Milton's life. They find out that he was this amazing sumo wrestler and that he lost this one tournament and everyone kind of stopped paying attention to him and Milton's feeling very unseen as well. Um, I think they kind of bond over that. But he does also cause uh, Nakamura to lose his job. (laughs) So that's not good. (laughs) Kind of an L. Um, And like, he feels bad for doing that. So he offers to like, take on Yamazaki himself, who's like the opponent that nakamura wants to (laughs) milton is fighting this giant like sumo wrestler who's obviously a lot stronger than him he's like pushing him and the guy's just not moving at all um obviously milton loses big time but it's still cute milton is such a goof i can't i love milton milton has an iconic line in this episode where he says i have seen the miracle of life and it's disgusting and i just love that for him (laughs) (laughs) he's so silly like i love him he's Um, so funny yeah, um, but because of Milton's bravery, Nakamura finds the strength and confidence to sumo wrestle Yamazaki, and he takes over for Milton and ends up winning the match. So, woohoo! Yay! Former glory restored. They're so goofy. Like, I think this episode relied a lot on, like, the physical comedy. Yeah. And I think that that has a lot to do with, like, the audience. Uh-huh. 
and it being like little boys. Yeah. True. So, Very true. So I don't know. I, I think that's where they were going with that. Right. Agreed. So episode three is titled Dummy Dancing, and it starts with a series of mysterious pranks that get pulled on the Wasabi Warriors. So they're like, it's like a Wednesday, and Leo's like, ah, my favorite day. Fresh wax floors on Wednesday. Perfect for a lunch tray sliding championship or whatever. It's like, what? Basically, Milton slides too far on the floor and in the school hallway and crashes. And it is discovered that Grease has put and put on it. So they're like, oh, yes. And this is where we meet Neville. Neville. I, oh, my God. I forgot that he was in this. So Neville, another part of the pranks um, is that Jerry is taking. Oh, this is so funny. He's taking the sh- like a shower and um, he has like when he does his like shampoo conditioner or whatever, it's actually pink hair dye. And then for some reason, like his eyebrows are also pink. Like, so <laughs> the like hair dye just dyes him. Yes. And he's like freaking out. And then Kim and her cheerleaders are getting students pepped up for the basketball team. And Kim gets stuck on the basketball banner when she tries to run through and break it. And then finally, Jack notices that the girl he likes, Heather, is reading a note that he left at her locker and is starting to walk toward him. And he has Milton and Jer- Jerry like spruce him up by spraying deodorant on his armpits and like delinting him. And um, he discovers that someone has put blue cheese in his cologne. And he's like, what the F? And he can't stand the smell, which causes him to throw up on Heather's shoes. And then like everyone throws up. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's one and of those. And then you just see Neville like coming down the stairs, like with something on his nose to hold his, hold it together. And he's like, <laughs> so, yeah, his name in the show is Truman, but referring to him as Neville from now on because of iCarly, obviously. Yes. Who else? And he's this like obnoxious student whose father controls the mall security cameras. And they discover that it's been Eddie the whole time. Wait, is his name Truman? Yeah. And so they find out that Eddie has been the one pulling the pranks because he's mm-hmm. the only one who hasn't had one pulled on him. And they find out he's doing this because he's being blackmailed by Neville because Neville, you know, has access to the security cameras and saw that after karate practice one day, <laughs> Eddie was dancing with a, like, punching dummy or, like, whatever. Yeah, he has basically this, like, tape that's embarrassing and he is using this blackmail to get him to do the pranks. Well, so, he also kisses it. So there's Oh, that. yes. There's that as well. Okay. So, so to get him out of the blackmail situation, Jack, Milton, Jerry, and Kim sneak into Truman's office to retrieve the flash drive with the video on it. And they do that successfully. But the next morning, Truman shows up to confront them at the dojo. And like is like, why did you take my flash drive? And they show Truman this embarrassing video of himself freaking out, uh, but say they won't post it because they're not like him. They're nicer. And Jack tells Truman that both videos should get deleted and he should stop messing with him, which he agrees to. Problem solving. I, okay, there's one, when they're like, they have this whole plan to get the flash drive back. And I really (laughs) like how they do it because um, they have like all these different little, like each person has like a job to do so jerry has to like jerry was like raised by wolves like fun fact um (laughs) and (laughs) he is gonna like distract the guard dog and kim is in charge of the um like security guard and the security guard is like this cop like she has been in like a bunch of stuff the actress um but um she um distracts her by (laughs) showing her 
the newest celebrity workout craze, Karate Lotties, which means you just have to act like a dog. It is so funny. What? <laughs> love it. I love it so much. And then, like, um, and then Milton and Jack get into, like, the security cam thing, and there's, like, lasers, and, like, Jack does. Okay, every episode of Kicking It, you have to expect that there is going to be a sequence of Jack doing something cool. Yeah, and this is that. Doing flips and catching things with his feet or something bizarre. Something awesome, you mean. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Awesome. <laughs> and that's how they disarm it. They have to go through a bunch of stuff, and they, like, it's so fun. Yeah, it is very fun. Episode four? Yes. Dojo so, Day Afternoon. Sorry. <laughs> so, Mr. Turner, the new owner of the mall, wants to replace the dojo with a parking lot. Um, this is, like, where the inspiration from the creator's childhood comes in. And they're going to, like, basically knock down the dojo with this, like, giant wrecking ball. So, in order to improve their chances of keeping the dojo, Rudy wants his students to befriend Mr. Turner's son, Arthur. But Arthur is kind of the worst. So, that makes it a little difficult. Did you recognize this actor? I didn't, I don't think. He looked super familiar to me, and I couldn't place him. But for some reason, he was reminding me of the kid in Mostly Ghostly, and I don't think, oh. I don't know if he is. God, I hated Mostly Ghostly so much, I blocked <laughs> it all out of my memory. <laughs> I mean, that was a bad movie, to be it honest. It was a bad movie, yeah. But he reminded me of him a lot. Maybe because he was the worst? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. But yeah, after Arthur tries to attack Jack, like, out of nowhere, like, we're just getting aggressive. Jack does his cool thing and, like, throws him against a wall and he's doing all these flips and whatever. And Mr. Turner is upset after Rudy promised that the dojo was a safe environment for Arthur to make friends and wants Jack to be kicked out of the dojo. He wasn't kicking it. He was in, oh, he was in Criminal Minds. Oh. I think that's where I recognize him. I've only seen, like, the first few episodes, or seasons of Criminal Minds. I have seen almost all of Criminal Minds at least eight times, so I... Perfect. I think that's where I recognize him from. That makes sense, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Jack is maybe going to get kicked out of the dojo, and Mr. Turner, sorry, tells them that they only have a few hours to get out of the dojo before they come in with the wrecking ball, but the Wasabi Warriors will not go down without a fight. Yes, so they're like... You know how people, like, chain themselves to trees, like, to protest that? Yeah. Why don't we just, like, chain ourselves to the dojo and then they won't kill us, you know? Yeah. And so they chained Rudy to the dojo in protest. And meanwhile, outside, there is a wrecking ball, a swing in. A it swing. is coming in hot. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember, like, for some reason, do you remember, like, for some reason, like, Milton has to go into the air ducts? Yeah, and he, like, turns into a popsicle. I don't yes. really remember why. But it's very silly. And then he ends up in the nail salon just, like, getting a pedicure. I love it. He, he is so, like, goofy. Like, I don't know what it is about his face, but it looks like if, like, the characters from Gravity Falls were turned into real people. <laughs> Take it as a compliment. Yeah. No, yeah. He's just, like, goofy. His mouth is always, like, I don't know. Basically, they just bring the wrecking ball in to, like, scare the wasabi warriors into leaving, but it gets out of hand because Arthur actually tries to destroy the dojo because he's a psychopath. And um, He is. Obviously, Jack takes it into his own hands and obliterates them. Just kidding. Just, beats, just like, stops it from happening by defeating Arthur. And after seeing what his son has done um, and what the dojo is all about, Mr. Dur Mr. Turner decides to let the dojo keep standing. You know, I think the actor who played Arthur, mm. one, I feel like it's a sign that he's evil because his name is Arthur, but also, um, I think he played a child murderer, 
in Criminal Minds, and I think this actor has a face for that. Okay, yeah, I agree. He's a little scared. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is... I love this episode! They're LARPing! LARPing! <laughs> LARPing is happening, in case you were wondering. Jesus Christ. Um, so, this episode is called... Sorry. I don't think you're having as much fun as I am. <laughs> I have more fun with Dance Academy TBH, but I still, I'm still here for it. This episode I remember very well. Like, I remember watching this when I was younger. What is it about? So it's called Swords and Magic because it's about a game of Swords and Magic, which is a LARPing game where Milton is the king, Miltonius, and... <laughs> <laughs> I just love how you said that. Okay. He is going to like participate in this with like his like other goofy little friends and he wants like the kids at the dojo to like help him and be his team and he rented out costumes for them and like he's very excited mm -hmm. um but they're like nah they're like that's lame no like um, nerds but we're not that kind of nerd exactly which yeah. i think is very clear <laughs> and so he's like shit i'm gonna have to do this all by myself my friends literally uh are abandoning me and that's that and so he talks to rudy about it and this grown-ass man is like, I'll LARP with you. <laughs> and I think Jason Earls was, like, in his 30s when they shot this show. Like, he was, like, yeah. significantly older than everybody else, which is very funny. As he, he always is. He just looks younger, so it's it's kind of okay. I mean, he was, like, what, like, 26 in Hannah Montana, so... Yeah, I think he was, like, very old compared to everybody else. Yeah. But, yeah. But I love it. So he's like, I will be your squire. And so we get to the... He, it's like it's happening in like the park in the woods or whatever and Rudy's like carrying this like massive pack on his back and like Milton's just ordering him around and it's very funny it is one of the what? like other LARPers is kind of like the cooler LARPer and like shows up to make fun of Milton and like how he will fail at something to do with the LARP is there like a battle it's like, a battle yeah, yeah it's like capture the flag but it's like a cup yeah, and this makes Jack realize that he and the others should participate in order to support their friend. And they are still not entirely, like, down with it, but Jack is like, no, we gotta be good friends. Like, we gotta help our boy Milton out. They go, and Milton, like, gets them um, these, like, costumes. And, like, Olivia Holt is wearing this, like, princess dress with a pointy hat. She's, like, eating a little bit. Like, <laughs> but basically... On the way to the park where the battle is taking place, Jack, Jerry, Kim, and Eddie run into a few different problems after Eddie gets them lost in the park, but okay. Yeah, um, so first, like, Jerry gets attacked by a porcupine. Right. And then um, Eddie falls into a bunch of mud, mm -hmm. and Jack hits his himself in the head with a tree, like, runs into a tree. There's also a bee's nest that they have to- a bee's nest? Yeah, something like that. A beehive. Fuck oh. me. Okay. <laughs> um, a beehive that um, breaks on the ground and they have to run away from the bees. Giving Hunger Games. And then Kim gets, like, caught in, like, a bush or something, and then Eddie hacks off her hair. Yeah. And she's <laughs> insane. Yes. But um, Jack saves, and Milton is, like, doing his thing, and they show up just in time to help Milton win the battle. There's always a battle to win. There is. Yeah. And I love that. Me too. Like, what else are you doing if not battling on a karate TV show? So, pretty much, yeah. So, Pia, what do you think? I, okay, everything that we've said aside, mm -hmm. I love this show. <laughs> I find it so funny. The it laughs is. 
everything hits for me about this show, like, as if it's the first time I'm watching it. Even oh. though, like, even though I'm, like, literally saying, the, like, the lines along with the actors, it's, like, it's so fun. And, like, I, I love how silly it is. And, like, it's not afraid to be very silly. Um, and like, it's so playful. Like, I really love that. And I think that like, as it goes on as well, it like does try to like develop character and stuff, which I can also appreciate. I like, there's like a kind of like a love story arc between Leo and Kim, if I'm correct. So I, that's what I'm excited for. When you said the Hunger Games, I was like, do you remember the Hunger Games spinoff episode of Kickin' X? Oh, I don't, but I'm excited. They do a play on the Hunger Games and it's, I Okay. Okay. I'm sat for that. I can't wait for that. <laughs> I just wanted to be watching Dance Academy like more than this. Oh, okay. I was kind of just like, oh, like I just want to watch episode six. Like I was so into Dance Academy, and then I had to like jump into kicking it. Overall, like very silly, very good time. Like very nice to have on in like the background while you're like doing whatever. Very like pleasant show. I'm sure we'll like talk about more of the issues with it later, but like in general, it's very like goofy. So I like it. Okay. What would you rate it? For me, it's a little tragic, but, like, a high tragic, you know? <laughs> like, as opposed to, like, mostly ghostly. So, it's okay. nowhere near that. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's obviously very nostalgic for you. Yeah. Which I, I love and support. Thank you. <laughs> no, this is... If there's one thing about us, it's we love and support each other. Yes. Um, we love and support, <laughs> even though we have different opinions. So, yeah. Yeah. This is um, very nostalgic. I, I would agree. It was, like, I haven't seen this in a while, so I was, like... Oh my god! Like getting yeah, I would, I would recommend though next time if you're watching Dance Academy and also watching Taking It, as we will be doing for the next couple of months on yeah. the pod. Just by the way, I watched Taking It first. Okay, and I would do that. Okay, that sounds like a good plan. Period. Yeah. Okay. So coming up, we're watching more Dance Academy and watching more Taking It. We'll be watching five episodes of each at a time, mm-hmm. and that is how we will be continuing until we're finished with both first seasons. We might have a movie thrown in there somewhere, but that's like in March, so don't worry about it. So don't worry. <laughs> Just binge watch these shows and then you'll be set. Yes. And they're ugh, they're so fun. They're very easy to binge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Childhood Trash. You can follow us on at Childhood Trash Pod on Instagram and TikTok. And you can follow Pia at Pia La Placa. And you can follow Maggie at Maggie and Keating. We will see you next Thursday. Bye.